A question I get asked all the time is, Nathan, how can I build consistency in my business? All that and more on today's episode of the Fearless Millionaire Podcast. Still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. After 13 years of coaching real estate investors from the beginner, the novice, the intermediate investor, maybe they've closed two deals, five deals, and even 10 deals to the advanced expert real estate investor who uh, may have done over a hundred deals in, in a year. I have been asked these questions from people who are just starting up to even expert gurus on how to get more consistency in their business. And this question has just come up from one of our Fearless Millionaire members. And it's a question that needs to get answered. So we're going to answer that question here on today's show. And uh, and I'm going to also give you some tips and strategies that you can implement. And that's just how I like to deliver um, the, the solution to, to the problem and the challenge. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about technology because this, um, this is where you can create the systems that allow you to do things um, on a repetitive basis. School, kindergarten, first grade, right? When we just got started in school, we were, uh, we developed a system, right? We, we had our alarm clocks go at a certain time or our parents would wake us up. We had our alarm clock, we had to eat breakfast, get dressed and be at school at a certain time. And then as we went through that process for however many years, uh, that continued into high school, same process there, that continues into university, same process there, then it turns over into our jobs, and we have to show up at our jobs at a certain time, right? And all, and, and, and all that, right, all those years, there was consistency, right? So I know sometimes in this industry, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to say this industry, not just the real estate industry, but also I think people in general, sometimes entrepreneurs or um, people who are trying to make more money, they can really uh, challenge or discredit the education systems, right? They can really say, you know, we were never taught this in school. Why weren't we taught this in school? Why weren't we taught finance in school? Why weren't we taught time management in school? Uh, why did I spend all those hours in algebra, right? <laughs> all those things. And then we look back and we say, I never really used that, right? I I'm sure you can agree uh, with, with some of these statements. And one of the most important things that was built up during that entire process is not just the education. The education is really important. It is. Uh, but more importantly, I think than the education is the consistency in gathering that education, right? The dedication, the discipline, whether you did it yourself or you were forced into it by a parent um, or for the pursuit of more money, you were disciplined to actually go through the processes and go through the steps to make that happen. And so what I found over the past 13 years of coaching thousands and thousands of people in real estate, uh, real estate training, 
uh, is that I found that if they, most people, if they could apply the same type of consistency they had back in school days or when they, even at their job, um, that it, they would be more successful in building their business. And here's, here's what, here's the reality. Here's what happens. Um, and this, this same thing happened to me until I jumped all in. And what happened to me was I was comfortable, um, I was okay with working just, I was working like two or three jobs at the time on and off. And uh, it wasn't until I took that step forward and said, I'm just going to go all in that I said, okay, I need to just make this happen. So it was a little bit more of a, I'm going to call it spontaneous, but burn, burn the boats and start swimming because you have got to make this work. Right. And so over the years, I find that that's pretty interesting because it's probably happened a few times in my life in different decisions, not only just in business, but also in relationships and getting married and also in having children. Just more just that jumping in and make it happen because it ends up being a heck of a lot better when you do. However, to keep the consistency flowing, you know, we go from, again, school and education and, and the school system. And then uh, a job, and then someone wants to start their own business, right? They, they, the, the, the flame of being an entrepreneur just, just is on fire, and it's like someone's pouring gasoline over it when you read a book or you listen to an audiobook or you go to a seminar. It's just like someone's pouring gasoline over your entrepreneurial flame. So now you're like, man, I got to do something. Well, when you start a, a, a business on the side, maybe a, a solopreneur or um, you, maybe you're just starting to learn how to get started in business, there is a big difference. I find that there's a big gap in, uh, let's call it the 80-20 gap, okay? Normally the law of averages uh, is that you know about 80% of the people don't apply the same amount of discipline and consistency that they did in school and in their job into their own business. It almost happens haphazardly. It's just like when I have the time, when I get around to it, and when it when will make it happen, right? So a lot of time is wasted and there's a lot of analysis paralysis and there's a lot of education and knowledge that fills the mind up. And you know, today with the power of the internet, right at our fingertips, right with our words, we can ask Siri for help or okay, Google it away. We literally get our answers pretty instantly. We can jump onto YouTube and learn Whatever it is we're looking for, it's right at our fingertips. And so this I see, I have seen cause a detriment to actually a lot of people who are trying to build a business. And um, it, it causes, uh, you know, the, the, the fear of not knowing enough creeps up quite a bit. It's that whole syndrome of um, maybe I'm not successful because I don't know enough. Or maybe I am not successful at where I am because I haven't read this book. I haven't gone to this seminar or I haven't, you know, done this. And at, over the years after being in this industry and consulting with so many people that I have realized the two most important factors to make a business grow faster is two things. And I want to share those two things with you right now. Number one is a coach. 
you need a coach. If you want to get your business growing faster, if you want to achieve more in life, you need a coach. Now, some people hire coaches for business. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about, whether it's a real estate coach or a business coach. But you could also hire coaches in different areas of your life. Maybe you've heard of this before, but I believe Tiger Woods, I know he has anywhere between two to four coaches that, to, that coach him on different styles. Um, his putting coach from his driving uh, coach, you know, and there are different coaches for different things. Even when I think of like ice hockey, there's two coaches, uh, football, and I can go on and on about, you know, how many coaches are, 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 are a part of sports. The reason why they're so important is because the coach is standing on the outside, watching what's happening and looking at you and seeing if you need to zig or zag, if you need to turn your club this way or that way, if they need to help you clear your mind. I mean, let's look at over the past few years, um, I think of what, how many years was it now? Like 10? I don't really know that keep track of the dates, but let's just look at the great, the great Tiger Woods, the great, the greatest golfer of all time. And we saw that after he went through his uh, personal life issues, that his mindset was in the wrong place. He had the swing, right? We knew he had the putting strokes and he had the driving and he had everything. He he knew what he, he had the skill. It's not like that went away. The biggest thing for Tiger Woods was his mindset and it took him years to pull out of the mindset, the being stuck in the mindset. And so I remember reading um I remember me reading like, no, I wasn't reading it. I was listening to a documentary about it and it, it talked briefly. It didn't dive into a whole deep section of it, but it was talking about how Tiger had hired different coaches over the years, but it actually wasn't until he got his mind right. And they didn't actually in the, in the video, they didn't say what that source was. I really wish they did. Like, I wish, I wish he, uh, I wish Tiger Woods went to a Tony Robbins. They said, oh, Tony Robbins went, to, excuse me, <laughs> Tiger Woods went to a Tony Robbins event and it changed his life. And, and, and that's why he's getting better now. I wish that's how the story went. However, they did not say what that thing was. They only referenced that, you know, what he had to do was within his mind. And he had to, you know, take care of his personal life. You have to change his focus and get really focused. And I remember them mentioning a few names that uh, Tiger looked up to and different mentors in his life. And they weren't golf. They weren't like golf coaches. They were more like mindset coaches, right? They helped him with his mind, whether it was a friend or um, someone he placed trust in and confided in. So that was the mindset coach, and that's really important. I find personally. And that's what Fearless Millionaire is all about because it's it's looking at what's going on on the inside. It's to change what's going on in the mindset and in your soul, like deep in your core to change what's happening in your mindset and your, your habits from the inside out to actually say, okay, it's not the fact that I, I need to get another course. It's not the fact that I need another training program. It's not the fact that I need uh, I need to go to another seminar. No, it's actually what habits do I am I doing on a daily basis? How am I thinking about this? What is it? What do I think about myself? What do I think about the processes that I'm doing? And um, what is my weakest points? 
You know, I, I can remember story after story that when I'm working with a client, they know so much stuff, like they can have all this knowledge. But then all of a sudden, as I dive deeper, I realize that it's not the knowledge. It's actually these little habits. Sometimes it's a little bit of lack of confidence or even clarity of, you know, knowing what to do at what point in time or even what market should I get started in, Nathan? Get that question a lot too. And all those are good questions. And that's the stuff we have to like dig a lot deeper in because when there's uncertainty in the mind, every all the self-doubt, all the fear, the anxiety, and that stress just creeps up into your daily routine. Okay, that's where it happens. It creeps up into your daily routine. So if you want consistency, you have to look at the habits that you typically have. Let me give you an example. I'm not gonna mention any names, but I'm going to give you an example because it's really important so you can hear real life examples from clients that I've worked with over the years. So one of my clients uh, just a number of years ago was going through this um, habit of working um, five days a week and on the sixth day, uh, you know, uh, cleaning up the home, doing, you know, errands, and then spending about five, let's say four to five hours straight just on the real estate business, just on the real estate business and nothing else. And actually, uh, and then the last day was a complete rest day. So it was like no work, no nothing, just complete rest. So, which is good. Now, one of the things that I picked up on was that um, it was just that five hours, what was going on in those five hours of business time, right? What was happening during those five hours? And that's the part we really analyzed because it was what was taking place in those five hours was going to be the, um, the, so the, 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 the answer to what was happening in the bottlenecks and the challenges in the company. Well, come to find out, so after peeling back the layers of the onion and what was going on on the, on the five hours on a Saturday was actually it would start off with a lot of excitement, right? So I think the clock would strike around 2 p.m. or maybe around 1 p.m. and the, the client would get really excited and uh, go to the computer and sit down and then all of a sudden, they're down the rabbit hole. They're all of a sudden, they're on one website and five websites and YouTube is open playing videos and this, this podcast and then checking all the emails and a bunch of emails from different gurus telling you this, this is the solution and that's the solution. And, and all of a sudden, you just become bombarded. Now, you may be hearing this and saying, hey, Nathan, that's not me. Okay, it may not be. Maybe it is. What I found is over the years, after 13 years of coaching people, that it was actually a lot of, of challenges. It was, it was a big issue that came up for a lot of my clients. And, uh, and one of the things that um, we did is, again, that we, we analyzed the entire five hours. We broke it down and we had to change the habit. So, for example, and this is a tool that you can use for your business. So one of the, the habits was to go check email first, right, in those five hours. So one of the things that we um, that I suggested was going to a, web, um, a website called unroll.me. So you could check that out, unroll.me. And what it does is it cleans up and helps an assistant to your email, helps up clean up your inbox. That's really what it does. It searches for subscriptions in your uh, in your inbox. And this will save you a boatload of time because now, well, at first when you when you sign up, and it's free by the way, um, when you sign up, it's gonna add, it, you're gonna have to take some time and look at 
all these subscriptions that you have. So this may take you, it could, I don't know, however many subscriptions you have, but it could take you maybe 30 minutes, could take you 15 minutes, could take you longer than that. But the thing is, once you spend the time in it and you start unsubscribing from a lot of emails, you'll have to be like, who is this and what is this about? And uh, oh man, I didn't, I, yeah, I get that email every day. And I'd be, I'd be conscious of that. If you're getting an email from a company every day, I want you to think about that for your own business. What are they offering to you every day? They're obviously trying to sell you something, right? Email marketing is one of the most powerful marketing platforms in the world. It's still one of the, you know, when we look at digital and offline, right? Offline is the direct mail piece. And when we look at digital being email marketing, uh, be one of the biggest uh, direct response uh, marketing mediums, it, 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 it tops out almost everything else. I mean, a lot of people take action through their emails. So anyway, I just want you to be mindful of that. Maybe you can use a service like Enroll Me, uh, Enroll.me, and and re- reduce the clutter inside your inbox, especially if you work out of your inbox. And another thing I want you to look at and review, and this is a really cool feature that a lot of uh, phones these days are coming out with, and that is screen time, right? So there is an opportunity here. Uh, this is actually the software that I had my client uh, install on their computer, and the software is free. There is a premium version if you wanted to, and you could just pay an extra few dollars a month, and it gives you more detailed reports. But the free version works actually just fine. So one of the things we did, oh, and that, that software, yeah, what is the software, Nate? The software is called Rescue Time, Rescue Time. Now, there are other softwares out there, but I find this one to be really good because it gives you the reports, okay? And those reports are generated weekly, and you can look over your reports and see what you've been doing and how you've been progressing. Another really cool feature, and this is something that I had my client do, was on every Saturday from 12 p.m. till 6 p.m., they could no longer access any social media. That was a really powerful thing because one of the things my client told me was that, um, oh, I find myself on YouTube or on Facebook, and I bet you, I mean, maybe they undercalculated how much time they were spending on, on those, on those uh, social websites, but you know what sometimes you can think is 20 minutes is actually an hour <laughs> you know and um so that that's that's something that we had blocked and uh, my client did that they blocked out those six hours every Saturday. And that was a continual thing. So they, if they needed to jump on some social media website, they could not do it at between those hours. So that was another thing that we looked at um, was that where was the time going, right? And listen, it's like a boat. Imagine your life is a boat, right? And you are the captain of your boat. If there's a hole in the right, what do they call it? The bow? In the stern, I don't remember. I used to know. I can't remember now. But let's just say there's a hole in the boat somewhere at the bottom, okay? And it is pouring water in slowly. And you're at the top deck and you're just looking out into the ocean like, where am I going, right? Now, you may be aware of the hole, like your little skipper told you that, hey, there's a hole down there. And you have to go and make a decision. But you're not sure. You're not sure if you should go plug the hole or if you should keep looking out for land where you can go park and be, you know, successfully drop your anchor, right? So it's that indecisiveness, it's that uncertainty, that not being clear on what to do next. 
So here's the solution. You have to go plug your boat. You have to fix the hole. Same thing with your time, the same thing with what you're focused on, right? So if you're on the top of your boat trying to look for land, but yet your boat is sinking, you're, you're taking in water, you got to do something about that hole. And that's the same illustration that I gave my client is because there's too much time being wasted in those five, six hours on a Saturday going out the window, out the door, that water's coming in my client's boat and they're not they're not putting some of that, what's that rubber spray? I forget the name of it, but that rubber, just, just clogging that, you know, put a cork in it and, uh, and, and get the boat taken care of. And once that boat is fixed, once you know where the leakage is, okay, in your time, and you can say, you know what, this is not producing anything for me, and this is, what is my productive time and what is my wasting time? that's when you can get more clarity on what to be focused on. And you know, like I said, our phones are one of another powerful thing because this, the software I mentioned to you earlier is more for your desktop, you know, for your laptop, uh, for your PC or Mac, you know, your rescue time works right on your computer. It also works on Android devices as well. And I think they just came out with an iOS version. But with today, with uh, technology, we now have what's called screen time on our phones and we can actually track and shut off certain apps at certain times. I'll give you an example. So for my oldest daughter, she likes rocking out on her iPad, going through educational apps and learning all her stuff and all that. Um, and uh, I actually stop her at a maximum of three hours of educational apps and her ballet dance app. I max it out. I put uh, a stoppage, You know what do they call that? You know, I just, uh, a block, a screen block that she actually, when, when the time expires after those three hours, um, it then asks me, sends me a notification that she needs, that she's requesting for more time. And most of the time I say no anyways, but it's just that blocker so that she can, uh, she can stop and go on to something else. Can't be on these devices all day. Um, but you know, gives, you know, gives her that time and it's, it's, it's like regulated, right? It's just like the job, like we were talking about earlier, everything should have its course. Everything has to be, have a balance. And in order to be consistent in your processes and in, into what you're doing in your business, again, first block the holes, block the holes that are coming into your belt. Know where your time goes, know where you spend most of your time, because without that, then you won't generate consistency. Now that's the, that's the, uh, not the proactive approach, right? I'm gonna, we're gonna dive into the proactive approach right now. That's the reactive. That's like cleaning up what you got right now, <laughs> right? Take care of the issues right now that's happening. The way, where's the water coming in? Now, the proactive approach moving forward to consistency is a very simple tool. It's actually, I'm gonna mention two tools for you today, okay? But one of them is very simple and it's very easy. It just takes a matter of being consistent with it <laughs> and, uh, and, and making it the, I'll tell you what I did. Years ago, I had to transition. I wanted to transition, but I didn't really know how. I wanted to be all digital. I wanted to only work from my d devices and I wanted to get away from paper. But I was so comfortable with writing in my leather portfolio, my daytimer. Do you remember that? Do you remember the daytimers? So I loved it. I loved carrying that, that journal and that um, daytimer around with me. It made me feel more professional when I'd go to a meeting. And yeah, it was just cool and it was leather and it smelled good and it was crisp. I just remember that daytimer because that's where I'd keep all my appointments. All right. And, and years ago, I learned that, you know, 
if you got to work from appointment to appointment in your in your business if you're letting your okay this isn't this is not a how to follow up with with your client type of uh, episode but i'm just saying that i i really like that day timer so one of the things i made that transition in order to do that i used a simple tool called google calendar and you're probably thinking nathan i have a calendar i use it well do you I mean, do you really get 100% out of it? I know I don't even get 100% out of my Google Calendar. I probably get about, I'd say like 89.9% usage out of my Google Calendar. Um, maybe, you know, it's right around there. And I know I, there's some more features in there that I'm not using 100%. But what I would encourage you to do is to start moving away from the sticky notes. Start moving away from the, the, the written journal. And the reason why is... You can re you can create appointments, you can create events and reminders. That's what I'm talking about. Now we're talking about consistency to keep that ball rolling on a day to day basis. That consistency, you have to create the habit. So I know this might sound completely like insane. You might think like Nathan, that's way too much. But in order to get to break some of my older habits to get into new ones, I'm going to teach you something that I didn't come up with. My good old friend and mentor, uh, Raymond Aaron, taught me this. So I'm going to teach you. I'm basically passing on a very successful and powerful thing that worked for me, but it was taught to me by a man who taught all over the world on how to create goals and be consistently achieving them. So what I had to do during that time frame was I put all my appointments and reminders in Google Calendar with an alarm. Now, literally, it was even down, not just an appointment like I have to meet with someone or call someone back like for business stuff. No, it was even like, okay, at 6 a.m., I'm going to wake up. At 6.15, I'm going to brush my teeth. Right At 6.30, I'm going to eat breakfast. And it was everything went by time. Now, you might be thinking like, Nathan, that's absolutely insane. Who would want to live that way? And you're right. Even today, I don't live that way. <laughs> um, I don't have my calendar that way. But it was in the beginning that when I wanted to make this transition, I knew that in order to change your pattern, in order to go from being inconsistent to consistent, you have to develop a habitual pattern in your behavior. Because if you don't, then you're just going to be flying by the seat of your pants. Isn't that the saying? Is that how it goes? You're just going to be just like things will happen to you in your life and nothing will be directed by you. So you'll just let life happen to you. And we can't have that happen. That's not going to get you anywhere. So what you need to do is make sure that you're utilizing the tools that are right literally in the palm of your hand. And even in the beginning, if you find that, yes, you have to like mark everything down in your calendar and uh, make appointment reminders for everything, then do it. Do it until you get in the habit of it. Because I can't tell you how many times I work, I've worked with clients and they, I would ask them if they use Google Calendar. I'd ask them if they use their appointments and literally only 10% of users, um, out of all my clients, they were using it probably like 10%. That was it. I was, it's shocking. And, but so I, I, again, I shared with them the same training and education that I got many, many years ago and their business has changed. So apply that into your business. Now, another strategy, um, excuse me, another strategy, another tool I want to share with you. That's really, really helpful is a sister app to Google calendar. <laughs> and that is called Google keep Google keep is another app where basically it's like list management. It's where you want to put all your lists, maybe your goals for 
2019 or 2020, or maybe your travel, your list of travel uh, destinations, Um, maybe your top 10 things you want to achieve that year, or your everyday list. Like for example, I have a must-do list. That must-do list is uh, yellow. You can color them different colors, and it's kind of like a sticky note approach. So if you like sticky notes, I'd encourage you to get over to um, Google Keep um, because Google Keep will actually remind you of what a sticky note can't. Sticky notes don't speak. (laughs) You just have to have them in front of you um, or surround your whole monitor. So jump over from, you know, your your sticky notes, jump them over to your um, Google Keep and you'll actually can get reminders that you need to get that thing done. It's really, really powerful. And there's so many other features. I actually did a video on this right on our YouTube channel. So you can go check that out. Uh, the Fearless Millionaire YouTube channel type, look for the, um, I think it's the text, uh, the tech playlist. And in there I have, you know, how to use Google Keep. It's a very simple app. And also if you're a, a list maker like myself, you can also create lists out of it as well. So you can work off lists, you can bring your sticky notes over, little notes that you need to get done. Another powerful feature, which I really like, uh, is that if you're having a meeting and you want to record the meeting, you can actually record the audio of that meeting right into this the note, right? Really powerful feature. Again, it's all free and the powerful thing with that, uh, seamlessly it works with Google Calendar. So if you add a reminder or an alert, to that note in Google Keep, it will jump over right onto your Google Calendar and it will remind you. Very, very powerful feature. I highly encourage those two, uh, you know, two tools to be using in your business and including the other ones I mentioned as well. So this consistency, right? Um, I wanna la- add one more powerful feature um, that is of the mind only, okay? It's not a te- piece of technology, it's not a tool, it's not an app, it's just the consistency of your mind, the mindset. And I always tell my clients that this is the biggest, hardest part about this real estate business is the mindset. It's the mindset. <laughs> it's like the daily motivation to keep going, right? So you have to soak yourself into something. Maybe it's this podcast, Maybe it's another podcast. Um, I always recommend anything from Tony Robbins. Now, whenever I tell that to people, I will tell you what, people always either roll their eyes or they're, they, they, I get a quiet pause. They're like, Tony Robbins, really? The guy who like screams on YouTube? Most people uh, don't actually dive deep into Tony Robbins training, which they think is motivational training, which if you watch his YouTube or his mass media stuff, like if he's on NBC News or something like that, you will think it's motivational. It's actually psychology and how to undo what's been done to you. <laughs> it's it's how to create change in your life, right? It's how to create change and be consistent, how to increase your energy. It's very powerful stuff. I wouldn't do it justice just by talking about it to you here on this episode. But maybe in the future, I can tell you my own personal experiences with Tony Robbins' training over the years because it has been the number one training that has changed my life. So you need to soak and grip your claws into something that is literally going to kick your mind into gear every day. This business, this real estate investing business is more about mindset than it is anything else, than knowing all the ins and outs of real estate, knowing every contract and every term and knowing an entire glossary and the entire processes of the real estate process. It really comes down to those things of mindset and relationships. 
mindset and relationships. Those are always the two things I tell people that you really need to get a good handle on in this business because I have seen so many people who don't have all the education, they haven't gone and spent thousands of dollars on seminars and uh, trying to figure out all these home study courses. They actually just built really good relationships and uh, they kept their mind in a positive state, which leads me, as we close this episode, to someone who has had experiences just as we mentioned today, and you can actually listen to his story right here on this podcast, or you could jump over to our YouTube channel where I interviewed Ralph Vock and how he made literally over $50,000 in profits, but that was split 50-50 profits. They actually made more than that, but his takeaway was over $50,000. And he's just like a freight train. I mean, he's just like, what are they called? Those European Eurostar trains? He is just cutting through and doing a bunch of stuff. But he realized that his biggest challenge was that he had to get clear first. And it was that clarity, because at first, when him and I started working together, he was unsure of a lot of different things, not just all the moving parts and what contracts to use and all that stuff. It was actually unclear within himself about what steps should he be taking, what roles should he be doing in his business. So when when we worked on those and we cleared those up for him, that gave him a load of confidence to actually move forward and actually bring in a partner into his business because he knew his time was slim. He knew that he was he works a full-time job, works for a big company, and only had a certain amount of hours in the day. So he had to regulate his time and make sure that he was getting the most out of it. So his solution, as him and I discussed, was bringing in a partner who was experienced to help him build the other side of the business that he couldn't because of time, uh, you know, time constraints. So that was what he had to do was find out where was the time waste going. And it it was great. I mean, you should just really go check out the interview. Uh, Ralph Vock, check it out here on this podcast, just uh, just a few episodes ago, and also check it out on their YouTube channel. And you can listen, you watch the the interview uh, right from there because it was a video interview as well as an audio interview. So you can check those out. And when you jump over on our YouTube channel, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get updated on other interviews that we do um, as, as they, as they come out. So, um, now again, as we wrap up this episode, the mindset is going to be a most important part. This is where you have to stay, uh, really focused on beefing up your mindset skills and what you take in. And the, you got to understand that most of the stuff that you put into your mind is going to come out. So if you constantly soaking in and taking in negative and energy, maybe from family or friends or from news and media and all that, it's just going to come right back out. You actually have to be continually pumping in good information. And that's what this, that's what this podcast is all about helping you, the investor, helping you gain more clarity, more confidence so that you can turn all that into cash flow. Thanks so much for listening in today. I hope you had enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments or give this uh, podcast a review so that I can know from you what's your favorite parts about it. And I'll see you on the next episode.